Hey friends, in today's episode, I am tackling all things tracking. That rhymed, I'm a poet and I don't even know it. So if you're somebody who loves to eat everything on the table during Christmas time or during the holiday seasons, but you want to lose weight as well, and also not just lose weight, you want to be able to maintain it, this episode is for you. Should you actually track your holiday foods? Yes, or no, I'm going to be discussing this in today's episode. But for now, let's get into this exciting episode. Do you wish you knew exactly how to count the right calories that your body needed in order for you to lose weight? Or you want to lose weight without having to count any calories at all? Are you frustrated and you give up when it comes to your weight loss journey? Because quite frankly, friends, it's just too hard to know exactly what rules you need to follow. Hey friends, Verona here. I'm a mindset, nutrition coach, personal trainer, and your faith fueled wing woman doing this journey with you. So friends, if you're ready to say yes, to getting these results then you're in the right place now i want to get straight into this one because i am a nutrition coach for those of you who are new to this podcast welcome to the table friends i'm a mindset focused nutrition coach and personal trainer so basically what that means in english is i not only teach you to lose weight but i teach you how to navigate your narrative negative narrative that can stop you from losing weight altogether so qualified mindset coach right here i use my qualified cbt methods my qualified coaching methods and i use this as my bespoke method to be able to help you lose the weight because if you're somebody who has consistently dieted for a number of years you've sewn faithfully into a number of diets and you consistently give your money to the gym and don't actually turn up to the gym month after month but you've been a victim of yo-yo dieting for too long this is a method that i have chosen specifically for women like you to get you to ditch the diet to get you to come away from the food restrictions and to learn how to one heal your relationship with food and two that all depends on the mindset the way that you see yourself the way that you speak to yourself about yourself and the way that you continue to speak to yourself when you don't see the scales going down day after day so that's my approach my signature approach is focusing on the mindset then we do focus on the nutrition and we also focus on how you can maintain those results in a six month period. Uh, Why have I chosen six months period? Because it is a longer period of time for you to be able to really learn the tools and start undoing the mindset, start building healthy habits and start building healthier behavior patterns and identify the behavior patterns that keep you stuck and keep you coming back to the same place. So when it comes to tracking, you might be somebody that feels like you have to track everything you eat. Now, I recently came across this advert on Instagram. Now, Instagram and the algorithm for social media works a little bit like this. If you happen to like a post or you happen to comment on a particular post or a particular post of a friend or something like that, what the algorithm will do is start to bombard you with more of those posts. Now, they can be a good thing, but they can also be a bad thing because you're constantly seeing the same message over and over again. And basically, the algorithm takes that, you liking it, you interacting with posts like that they then say right this is a type of post that this particular person starts to like so we're going to promote more of that post in their feed you immediately start to see it now I started to see this and I'm like I'm not on a diet 
I'm not counting calories. So whereas I've been addicted to, I was addicted to fast food, fatty foods, processed food for 20 years, I accumulated a ridiculous amount of adipose tissue, aka fat, and it takes a long time for that to go. So I'm in my fourth year and I'm looking forward to my 40th year. I'm two years away from 40 and I'm going to turn up. My body going to be turned up. It will be the first time in my life that I've ever seen my abdominal muscles. They've always been there, but they've just been hidden by a layer of belly fat. So I'm not targeting my belly just to lose fat. I'm doing a whole nutrition haul and I teach you exactly how to do that in the membership program. And when you're coaching with me, this is exactly what I teach you. Whether you're doing it on your own or you sign up to work with me as your wing woman to do it with you, I teach you that as well. Mindset, movement, nutrition, maintaining it. Those are the four pillars in the coaching program. But when I'm talking about tracking, there are a load of adverts coming out now specifically. Track your treats. One I saw track your treats. One I saw do you need to track your your food at Christmas? Do you need to do this? Do you need to do that? And I I can understand the point of it because there are some people that like to be prepared for the Christmas season. I get it. But it becomes a little bit too much because the minute that you like a post, you are then bombarded. The algorithm sends you those posts to say, right, you like these posts. We are going to put them all over your news feed. We're going to put them in your news, in your inbox. The messages that you've got, we are going to show you ads that relate to that. The algorithm can be sometimes intrusive, very intrusive. And sometimes that's why it's a little bit of a bad thing. And so it can be like, let me just enjoy Christmas. Just stop bombarding me with these things. I know I need to lose weight. I see it every day before I come and scroll. I know I'm fat. I know my belly overhangs. All of these things you say to yourself. But should you track? Do you even know what tracking is? Basically, when it comes to tracking, a quick explanation of tracking is should you monitor every food item that you're eating over the holidays? So that could look like weighing out the turkey before you eat it, weighing out a portion of cranberry sauce before you put it on your plate, weighing out the Yorkshire puddings, etc., etc and then plugging all of those things into a fitness tracker or a fitness app. And for many women, this is a great source of accountability. And there is a module on this in the program as well. So it can create some great sense of accountability for you. But it can also create anxiety in women that are just not used to being able to track that much. Now, when you start, some coaches might advise you, you know what, it's great to give yourself an awareness of the food that you're eating in the beginning, just to create a sense of accountability. But you can do that without tracking. If you really want to get healthy consider the food choices that you're making you be present in the food choices that you're making go to your bank account you don't need to track anything you don't need to weigh any food have a look at your bank account for the last 30 days you will see every single food item that you've purchased using your card you're not being sneaky and using cash but if you're using your card you can go down to your just eat your uber eats your deliveries you can see how much you you pay for petrol every week you can see this yourself you don't need to have a tracking app to be able to do that so that will give you a realistic picture on where you've been spending your money because if you're somebody who says healthy eating is expensive check your bank balance and see what you've been doing and see where your money has been going that will give you a true account of where your food has been going and that's a true account without having to weigh a single item of food or restrict yourself from carbs to know exactly where your food or what your money is being spent on. So when it comes to tracking, tracking promotes accountability. But do you need to do that for you specifically? Now, when it comes to it, you choose. Number one, you choose. Whether or not you want to be that accountable with your food is entirely up to you. And it just isn't specifically for holidays. Because in four months, you can have four holidays if you're in the US. You can have October is Halloween, November is Thanksgiving. No, sorry, September is Labor Day. 
that's surrounded by food, barbecues, hot dogs. October is Halloween, which is sweets. November is Thanksgiving, which is pie. Lots of lots of pie. And Christmas, which is obviously Christmas. Those are four months in a year. And you've got others throughout the beginning of the year. January, you've got something. February, you've got something. Every single month, you've got a holiday. So that's 12 occasions. Do you start your diet 12 times every single year? Do you do it every four weeks, meaning every single Monday? If you do that 52 weeks in a year and you've been doing that for the last three years and you haven't seen results, friends, something isn't working and you need to change it. So where it comes to, do you want to be able to track your food? If you're somebody that does not like the idea of having to write down every single thing that you eat, you have to weigh every single food before you can even taste the cranberry sauce or the Brussels sprouts wrapped in bacon, you have to weigh it to see how much it weighs. Then you deduce that from the amount of calories that your body needs. If that's long, boring and arduous for you, just to use your bank app. Use your bank app, check how many fast food deliveries you've had or how many fast food items you've bought in the last 30, 60 or 90 days. That will help you track your food real quick without ever having to weigh a single item of food. Now, if you do want to do the accountability and weigh your food and actually know how many portions you're getting, the portion size, you want to do all of that, then go and invest in a scale, go and invest in a quality app. My personal recommendation is MyFitnessPal, but I don't recommend the 1200 calories that it gives you as a generic starting point for everybody it gave me 1200 calories and i'm not interested in 1200 calories at all my body needs a little bit more food than that so again i give there's a guide in the program there's a guide there's every all of these things are touch base on in the program and give you a whole module the whole 30 minutes for those of you that want to learn to track your food and be accountable to it now what i want to say to somebody who actually does want to track your food do not be put off by me saying i don't track my food because for me, tracking your food is a tool. I've learned the skills that I needed to learn. And now I teach others to do it if they want to track their food. And I also teach others how to lose weight without dieting or restricting yourself from any type of food unless you're medically advised to do so. Now I do that with or without tracking your calories and you still get the results but it's about you as an individual knowing what works for you. If you choose to track them Christmas day that's your personal choice own it accept it. If you don't like the idea of having to be in the kitchen and hovering around and getting your scale out and being embarrassed by your family then don't do that. It's entirely up to you because it's your body and it's your choice just know whatever you do decide make sure you're comfortable with it and make sure you're ready for comments or taunts that come with it also. Don't be afraid to choose the option that's working for you and your body because if there are people that are ridiculing you or mimicking you and they are overweight just like you, they may not be ready to tackle their issues or their health just yet. You be confident in yours. Don't let anybody downtrod you or belittle you if you're somebody who wants to track your food. If you want to, it's totally your choice. That's the point of today's episode to inspire you, to encourage you, and motivate you to make a decision for yourself. Now, the second tip is you don't have to track your food if you don't want to. If you don't want to, stand confident in that. But also, if you're trying to lose weight, be aware of the nutrients that you're putting on your plate. You can still enjoy potatoes. You can still enjoy sweet potatoes. You can still enjoy all of the things on the table and also learn how to appropriately portion your food to get the most nutritious value out of the foods that you are eating. Three, tip number three is the all or nothing mindset will hold you back from getting results that you actually want. Now, when it comes to all or nothing, this is a deterrent when it comes to you losing weight sustainably. Now, when it comes to all or nothing thinking, what happens is you think that you need to stop eating carbs at 6.01 p.m. Because if you eat carbs at 6.01, you're going to gain fat. That's ridiculous. Now, I don't know why people keep talking about it, but it is nonsense. Your body is not going to gain 30 pounds of fat at 6.01 p.m. if you eat carbs. People that tell you just stop eating carbs at 6.01, 6 p.m. I don't know why they're telling you. 
I don't know why they tell you. I have seen stories where people really promote that. And I'm like, why are you telling people this? But if you're if you're stuck in that don't eat carbs after six, you are in a place of all or nothing thinking. Because carbohydrates, if, you're, if your diet is rich in carbs, and when I'm talking about carbs, I'm talking about simple carbs, the sweet things, the treats, the donuts, the baked goods, all of those things. You have more of those carbohydrate foods in your diet than you have any other nutrient. Then you have proteins, then you have fats, then you have healthy fats, you have vitamins and minerals. If you have more of a carbohydrate in simple carbohydrates, more of a diet in that, that is where you would need to reduce it and have a balance of all the nutrients carbohydrates fats and proteins because carbs isn't just milk chocolate and the things that we eat carbs isn't just white bread and processed foods now it depends on you and it depends on your body how your body metabolizes that and how your body breaks down the glucose from those foods i'm going scientific on you now it depends on how your body actually absorbs the nutrients from that food your gut health is connected to that your micro gut microbiome is connected to that your stress is connected to that your internal things are connected to that as well as the quality of foods that you are eating at the same time. Yes, you can eat burgers and chips and still lose weight, but what is the quality of the food that you are eating and how does your body specifically break down the nutrients in that food and absorb them into the bloodstream and turn it around so that it becomes beneficial for your body? Hello, metabolism. Now, if you're somebody who is caught up in the whole diet, yo-yo, stop, start, stop, start, that will affect your ability to lose weight further down the line. Now, when you get stuck in the all or nothing thinking, meaning I have to stop eating potatoes, I can't eat rice, I can't eat potatoes, I can't eat the creamy mash, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. Tell me, what are you going to fill your plate with on Christmas Day? You feel like you have filled your plate with Brussels sprouts, a little bit of gravy and some meat. Do you like that? Like I didn't. When I did keto, everything around the table was carbs. Like there was nothing um, created for keto. And especially in the UK, the keto the keto diet here isn't as big as it is in the US. Now the keto ketogenic lifestyle or the ketogenic diet was was introduced many years ago to help children who suffered with epilepsy that's what it's for it's not to promote fat loss it's not to do that it's literally for children with epilepsy but it's become so sensationalized in the US and now in the UK because the UK tend to copy what the US does that it's like yeah do this to burn fat but there are so many other things that go on in the body of a female that are not normal if you want to know what I'm talking about go and listen to the keto episodes that I did now I was once you we see these things we see our body we become visual and emotional. We become visual and we're attached to other women's results and we'd be like you know what your before picture is what my body looks like now what did you do what did you eat what workout did you do did you cut out these foods at christmas she tells you a diet culture infused method that she used and you try to adopt it for yourself like i did and you do it for a while and you're like yeah i've lost five pounds then you gain seven pounds you're like oh this diet working for me then you go and find another one and the cycle keeps on thinking keeps on happening do i do this do i not do that do i track should i this should i that you get so lost in this it's it's just abysmal it's abysmal how much there are qualified coaches that tell you this that that sit and stand and be like you know what don't do this they and i don't understand where they got their research from because research is always updating and always changing and what happens when you start to get stuck in that all or nothing thinking you start to be like i've been good all week i haven't cheated i haven't done this the only person you cheat my friend is you out of the results that you need when you look at where cheat meals came from cheat meals came from bodybuilders bodybuilders who were lean already they've got to their body fat percentage goal then they can afford to lose fat it doesn't mean they can afford to quote unquote cheat 
that's where that whole thing came from. And you being overweight aspire to that. And the more that you continue that behavior is the more that you continue to stay in the same place, expecting to lose weight and getting disappointed when you stand on the scale. That all or nothing self-sabotage thinking and mindset gets you to think, oh, why am I not losing weight? I feel bad because I had bad foods. No, no and no. (laughs) When you start to ditch this self-sabotage thinking and mindset, and it's going to take time, which is why I've chosen six months as opposed to three or 30 days. Because what real mindset work can you do in 30 days? You can start in 30 days, but you're not going to get last results in 30 days you're just starting you're literally just starting so when you start to think of all of these things and I know I've said a whole lot in that particular thing you gotta break that down because you're not bad if you ate quote-unquote bad food and like define to me what bad food is please because when we start to put moral labels or a moral compass on foods we start to associate those ourselves with those labels and it can be Christmas time New Year's Eve New Year's Day can be brutal because there are so many marketing messages out there yes I'm starting a new round of coaching six months coaching in January I'll be starting a new round in March I'll be starting a new round in May etc but that's just when I start that's when I choose in my planning content when to open up the door to, to apply to work with me so I can start whatever time I like I can start tomorrow and say you know what doors are open apply tomorrow the application process is open but when it comes to Christmas when it comes to tracking if you are caught up in all or nothing, you are going to give up quickly because it is too much. It's just too much to start focusing on. Do I do this? Do I do that? Why not this? How many of this? My encouragement to you is this, which is the next tip. I don't even know what number I'm on, but it's the next tip. I think I'm on number three is to know what your relationship with food is. And when I say know what your relationship with food is, I mean, how do you eat on a day to day basis? Do you eat when you're happy? Do you eat when you're angry? Do you eat when you're sad? Do you eat when you're around people? Do you eat in secret? Do you eat stressed? Do you emotionally eat? Do you binge eat? Do you restrict yourself? Then gorge. Check your relationship with food. And Christmas time, New Year's Eve, Thanksgiving, every day, every day, what is your relationship with food? And tracking might be for you, if you haven't checked what your relationship with food is like, it might be a wake up call for you, but it also might cause anxiety because if you're somebody who regularly binge eats, regularly restricts yourself and puts food under the good or lab- or good or bad label, or you decide to follow that fitfluencer who tells you to stop eating carbs after 6pm, which does nothing, but actually cause even more of a damaged relationship with th- food if you're starting to restrict yourself at a certain time and then you repeat it, the behavior, etc. And when they fall off the wagon, you're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Then I've fallen off the wagon and check your own relationship with you, food. What is your relationship with food? Do you use food as a crutch? Do you appropriate food healthily and what it should be or do you use it in all kind of inappropriate situations and standards do you personify food do you go to food as if food is a real life person when you're rejected when you are stressed all of those things check that if you think that you need to make up for exercise if you think that you because you've been bad you need to exercise twice that day to burn off the calories if you think that you need to restrict yourself because you ate at 6:01 p.m check your relationship with food because those are signs that you have an unhealthy relationship with food and you need to focus on healing that relationship with food which in turn starts 
with your mindset. Now, when it comes to tracking, tracking is fantastic because it helps give you accountability and it's one of the tools that you can use. I've already started this episode by giving you the way that you can absolutely track the food that you've been eating for the last 30 days without ever having to pick up a scale or without ever having to restrict yourself. You don't even have to touch food in itself. You can go to your bank account and that's where you can see what you're eating then you're looking at how your body feels, then you're looking at how your clothes feel, then you're looking at the symptoms, are you tired, are you lethargic, are you, have you got pain in your knees, have you got pain in your joints, all of those things and then you can begin to connect the dots, is it because I'm eating lots of fruits and vegetables that I'm feeling the pain or is it because I'm eating lots of high fat processed foods that are fried in certain types of oil, you can then can make the connections yourself and then learn how can you balance those foods because those foods taste nice, let's keep it real but they also in large quantities if we eat them in excess they give bodies they give the problems that you have with your body right now and when I say that what I mean is if your diet is constantly you haven't got an ounce of vegetables in your diet and you're constantly focused on high processed fatty foods and you've got inflammation or whatever else check your food check your diet check your relationship with food then obviously if you're eating too many nobody's ever nobody has ever gone to the doctors and said that I know of and in my research has said doctor doctor I've got inflammation because I'm eating too many fruits and vegetables you may go to the toilet because you've got you've been eating too many fruits and vegetables and that again you might have bloating you might have gas for eating too many raw vegetables and more raw fruits and vegetables so they might tell you to cook the vegetables nobody has actually said doctor 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 I'm gaining weight because I'm eating fruits and vegetables and that's a question that we need to ask ourselves if you went to the doctors and you said to the doctor 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 I've gained weight and then they ask you what's your diet like where does fruits and vegetables fit in on the diet that you give the doctor and are they concerned at type 2 diabetes and risk of stroke or fatty plaque acids building up in your heart from fruits and vegetables or is it some other type of food that is ultimately where you are tracking three things that you could take from this episode is if you are somebody that feels like tracking will actually give you the accountability that you need and you want to weigh your food you want to be able to do all of that then invest in the app to be able to do so and then you can track all of your food over the Christmas period and every single holiday period that comes after it if you're not and you want to create an awareness and you want to know what foods that you're spending your money on most and you're saying healthy eating is too expensive then over the last 30 60 or even 90 days go back through your bank account and see how many times that you've eaten out every single month every single day add it all up and then see what meals that you're eating what meals that you're buying and see what types of food that you're eating and see how you feel once you eat that food how does your body feel how does your mindset feel when you look at yourself over a 30 60 90 day period when you start to learn and track those foods like that again i've said it before if you come away from the emotional side and start to think logically well this is what has happened when i eat too much of this food this is what happens when i do this type of food how can you strike a balance between those two and once you've done that you will get your answer whether or not tracking through holiday seasons every single holiday season or building a plan throughout the whole year so you don't have to stop and start every single holiday period because it seems like you have one every single month if you're in the us so instead of doing that and starting over your diet 12 times every single year or once a week every single year 52 weeks in a year you're repeating the same diet over and over again if you don't want to do that and you don't want to ask yourself this question over every every single year then do those things if you want more help in that then click the link in the show notes to sign up to the program we start in January. It's a six month program and it's for the committed woman. If you're committed to changing your habits so that you're not repeating this diet every single 12 months, every single week for 52 weeks of the year, every single year, then this program is for you. I can't wait to see your application. Can't wait to see you in the next episode, friends.
thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode can't wait to catch you on the next one but if you found some value in today's episode don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend that also needs to hear this message friends don't forget you can reach out to me over on the gram at va nutrition coaching which is the same on all other social media platforms if you don't have social media you can hit me up on email support at va nutrition coaching if you want to sign up to work with me either on the group coaching program or the six month coaching program all of the information is in the show notes below and how you can sign up there can't wait to catch you in the next one friends we